You're listening to the Athletic Motion Golf Podcast. I'm Mike Renato, and I'm here with my good buddy and co-founder in AMG, Sean Webb. We have one goal with this podcast, to help you improve your game. We're going to do that by showing you what the best players in the world do, and then show you how to incorporate those same moves into your own swing. And we're going to do it all in 15 minutes or less. Today's episode is brought to you by Live View Golf. We use the Live View Pro every day in lessons because it gives our golfers the necessary feedback for improvement. The Live View Pro is like having a swing studio in your pocket. It's a tool we recommend to anyone serious about improving their swing. Check it out at liveviewsports.com backslash AMG to get $40 off at checkout. All right, Sean, we got the stopwatch going 15 minutes. Let's talk today about technology. So we're big fans of being able to measure, accurately measure what's going on in the golf swing. I think that just black and white, non-emotional data is so beneficial for helping us to work with students, right? It builds the trust. It builds, takes away the guessing. It just allows us to get to the fix so much faster than we could before you can measure. Um, so we're, but now that we're in kind of the tech age, the beginning of the tech age in golf, more and more golfers are starting to have access to launch monitors, to things like K-Vest, right? An amazing number of people that I didn't realize have TrackMan in their house Personal. and K-Vest yeah. is literally blowing my mind with yeah. these lessons that we're doing online. Which is fantastic. It's awesome. Now, there's a downside to that though. Mm-hmm. Like those tools, this was all they are, those tools are not kind of the arbiter of what you're doing, right? They're, they're reporting. They're just letting you know what happened. And based on how you use them, that information could be really beneficial or it sometimes could lead you in the wrong direction. There's guys who have, who have, I I hate to say the, the, the brand name because it's unfair to them, but there's guys who have radared themselves off the tour, Mm -hmm. right? By just, you know, it's a new technology. When it came out, chasing they went the numbers, all too in, much. chase the numbers, and you know, you go down some wrong roads. Uh, then there are guys who have really turned their careers around by using the tool. So it's it's just the tool. How you use it is what matters. Yeah, I mean, the radar thing is especially interesting because all it is is just reporting what happened. It doesn't tell you anything about how you did it. Right. Right. So, like, you know. I tell people all the time, I can stand on my head and put a zero up on that track, man. That doesn't mean I did it the right way. Right. And this and, is and, not just radar. This is the GC no. quad. Any, any launch yeah, monitor. It's, it's, any, it's yeah. any launch monitor. Right. It's a reporting device. Right. It, to stand there like, and to say, okay, that was one degree in the out. You know, well, golfers really don't know, or let's say they're five degrees in the out. Well, there's a number of ways you could go about trying to fix that. One of them being aim your feet and your body five degrees to the left. Was that the best? Right. fix that got me a zero on the track man they are the radar they just don't they don't realize that it's everything leading up to that that needs to be correct to culminate to get those numbers and i think when people start chasing numbers we talked about this before the the show is like let's say the golfer is hitting down too much with their driver well they don't realize that they're set up they were leaning too far left the ball's a little bit back right mm-hmm. that's what's causing the down of the driver well instead they just make a downswing where they tilt way back and hang back on their right foot and they hit up all of a sudden on the tack and they're like, Oh, I fixed it. You know, that, <laughs> right. that must've been it. Right. 
Well, then now, buddy, that I mean, you you went way too far, ten two steps ahead. Put the you need to put the ball forward to get the setup right, and then all of a sudden you would have been able to make the same swing to get the desired number. And that's where you need a coach that knows what they're doing. Um, and, that, and that's why we're being successful with these online lessons with people that have them because we're not only are we seeing their swings, we're seeing their numbers, and we can guide them to say, okay, I know you don't like this number, and we don't either, but let's figure out the best way of going about it. And most of the time. Not to beat a dead horse, is set up and backswing. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't think a day goes by now that we don't get an email where someone's sending us their, their uh, track man does an awesome job of, of putting the session in an email and sending it out, all the details. Really good job. Everything. It's mm-hmm. a really good job. But So we'll get those emails a lot, right, multiple times a week. And it's always – connected to the comment from the golfer of okay here's my latest track man session what do i need to work on or what do you see and all i can see is their path the dispersion how far it went it's like okay do you have any videos that go along with this well no this is just my you know this the radar numbers it's like well that's just telling me where the ball went essentially and tell me what the club did at that you know for one hundred thousandths of a second at impact, you know, I'm more interested in how that club got to that position. That's where we make their change. We're not going to change. Okay, I'm not going to say get your path, you know, one more degree right, <laughs> swing direction four more degrees left, or like, flip the you know the, the face yeah, thing. Right? Yeah, and if the guy's flipping it to produce, like all I these can't numbers, even see your grip. Right. I mean, let's say the face is wide open at impact. You know, that, that golfer could try a hundred different ways to fix that one of them being just kind of flipping at it. Um, and that that gives them an opposite problem instead of just knowing to go to the grip, and that's what's causing the issue. Yeah, you'll see the flippers. You'll see the dynamic loft be out of whack, right? And then you go, okay, mm-hmm. is, that, is that a grip issue? Is that ball position? Is that pressure uh, on the weight? Pressure and weight? Is that just standing up through the shot? It's like, you know, there's no – really responsible fix i could you could tell someone just by seeing their numbers other than okay you need to control your dynamic loft that's not really telling them how to do anything so no yeah what what uh someone said one time don't don't tell me what i'm doing wrong tell me how to to fix it right right don't don't just tell me what i'm doing wrong right and it's It's fair some some people literally will not understand what those numbers mean they may be brand new to seeing those numbers and they don't know Hmm. that a 45 degree launch angle with a seven iron is bad. So mm-hmm. it will be helpful to say that needs to be, you know, down here. And then, but most people who, who have invested, certainly if you've bought a, a radar or you bought a launch monitor, you know, you, you should have some sort of understanding how to use it. So then it becomes, okay, how do I make those changes? And that's, that's where knowing what thing. the swing is doing is so important. Yep. To find someone that knows how the dominoes fall in the golf swing. It's like, okay, you know, you always kind of work backwards. All right, too much dynamic loft. Okay, where was the club face at last parallel or checkpoint six, right? Okay, it's open there. Well, what was causing it to get open there? Well, let's go all the way back to, let's say, the grip's a little bit in the palm because they're standing too vertical, and then they roll the club face open. So, I mean, you just start figuring out where the dominoes fall and then start chipping away at those until the impact gets better. And, and that's the way to go about fixing it. But that's why you need a, a coach that knows what he's doing because trying to do that stuff yourself, even though I don't do it. Like Mike helps me on my swing. Same, same here. Yeah. I don't, I don't, it's, it's too much. 
Yeah, because right. you're you're it's your own swing. You're just looking at it so much. Sometimes you you lose sight of the little details because you see it all the time. It's like okay, Mike can look at my swing unbiased and say, okay, dude. I mean, your left hand grip's too weak, which is I tend to do. Um, I tend to flatten the shoulder a little bit on the backswing. Done it my whole life, so he just kind of keeps me on track. And then my all lo and behold, my club face isn't shut at impact anymore. Because <laughs> I mean, I have this left ball that sneaks in, right? I mean, yeah. I'll be cruising along and then hit a seven iron, you know, left of the left bunker. It's like, where is that coming from? Well, the grip gets weak. You wouldn't think that would cause a hook, but I know, yeah. you know, the oh, grip yeah. starts to weaken. And then I flatten my shoulders and coming in, I know the face is too open at halfway down. And I just flick it, roll it over because I know I'm going to hit in the right trees. So it's just knowing what the fix is and not just looking at those numbers and trying to chase them. That's just a huge deal. You know, the, the launch monitors can measure so many things now, you know, probably 30-ish, somewhere in there, different parameters they will report to you. Some of them calculated, most of them calculated, some of them actually measured. Um, and, you know, we'll see screenshots from guys working on their swings, and there'll be 20 of those tiles <laughs> on the screen, and they're like, you know, what about what about this? You know, watching Scott work with radar is pretty cool to see because he has his, I think, four or five tiles that he puts up consistently. And he basically says the golfer can control really two things in the golf swing. So it's it's knowing how to control those two things that will influence those other 30 <laughs> measurable parameters, right? It's like swing, exactly. you can control your swing direction. Mm-hmm. That's something you should be working on and know. And that has mm-hmm. then, like you were saying, the release and the flip and all that stuff has such a huge impact on angle of attack. Mm-hmm. So, it's, you know, you don't want to see guys on their own really saying, okay, my angle of attack's too, I'm hitting up on my seven iron two degrees. I need to start hitting down on it more. That's not how you fix that. <laughs> yeah, because then the club's coming over the top and crashing down. Now your swing direction's right. out of whack. Right. Just so, not, they're not quite sure how to fix it. Right. So you got to have the understanding to maximize these tools. Again, that's all they are tools and they're fantastic tools. That's why they're littered on every driving range at every tour event. But for the most part, if you're the golfer using these tools, uh, those guys out on tour, you know, best players in the world, for the most part, they're not really grinding on angle of attack or grinding on club path or grinding on low point and all those things. They're more grinding on, okay, is my 60-degree three-quarter shot going 58 yards today or is it going 78 yards? Like, how is it working in this elevation or how is it working in this humidity? Like, mm-hmm. they're working on playable information. Distance that, control. That they're going to take to the course. Spin rate, distance control. Making sure they're launching their wedges the right height. Right. They're getting drivers worked on. They're making sure the spin and launch is coming off mm-hmm. correctly. They're doing all those things. And then when they fix and working on their swing, they're with their coach. Like they're, mm-hmm. Then they're making some tweaks for the most part. There are some exceptions, of course, but for the most part. Uh, so if you have one of these technologies and one of these tools, use them to benefit your playability, right? Know your spin rates. Know what those things are when you're inside of 60 yards because that's, that's really beneficial when you start talking about making your scores lower. Get then, good at distance control with your wedges. Yes, I work on that all like the time. Like the combine. I mean, it's such an mm-hmm. awesome tool. Awesome tool. It is. It's the best. And mm-hmm. we were doing that the other day at the, at the club. We were doing the uh, 
the wedge short game course. I mean, it, it's fun, but you learn so much doing that. And we were on it for 30 minutes. I felt like my wedge game got better in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And none of it was about path, face, none of that stuff. It was about hitting the shot, checking the numbers. Okay, I should have done this a little bit better. Or I changed clubs and got better numbers from 50 yards. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's learning those kind of playability things that are valuable to you instantly. And then get with someone who knows the swing and knows how those other numbers relate to give you something. You should have one clear key when you're working on your swing like that with these tools. Like, okay, we're going to work. Sean, we're going to work on swing direction. Your swing direction is getting a little too far to the right. We're going to just work on swing direction back to the left. Something like that. Rather than, all right, we need to get that face to path number a little bit. We need to have your, um, vertical swing plane number a little bit different. Like, you know, all these other things, I'll just tie you in knots trying to move these numbers around. Yeah, it's funny talking about track, man. I've had the track, man, I don't know, for many, I guess six, seven years now, probably seven years. I had a, I had a flight scope before that, so I probably had a radar from nine years or so. But, like, these last, I think, four or five years, I've been in a hitting bay every day, you know, with everything set up perfectly every day, perfect camera angle, right, on the hand, just like right. how we like it, drawing my – I plane line, you know, do it every lesson. It's interesting. If everything's set up correctly and the camera angle's good, if I draw that plane line and that club, let's say seven iron, comes down that line and hits the ball, I can not predict it perfectly, but I'm pretty close to what that club path number is going to be on track, man. Because yeah. I know they're hitting down a little bit, so if it's right down the plane, they might be a little more in to out because of the D-plane ideas and all that. But if you use your – if you don't have a track, man – you learn how to set your camera up correctly. Get the club going up and down that plane line. You're going to be pretty solid as far as the path number goes. Learn to control the face with the grip, just the wrist angles, and a decent pivot, and there's your. you're going to hit it pretty straight. I tell golfers all the time, it's such a good point. I tell them all the time, you, you have those two variables at play on every single swing, whether it's a putt or a drive. Face and path, right? Mm-hmm. It's easier to tie one of those down, to lock one of those down practicing it's easier to tie down the, the path part. And what mm-hmm. you're talking about is basically a swing direction, right? It's That's easier it. to train that. You can put alignment sticks down. You can put other things down to guarantee that that's pretty much working correctly. So now you have the, you have the feedback and the variable, the mousetrap set up to know that my path is moving pretty darn good. Now if the ball's not going where I want it to, I know it's a face issue. So then you start to really develop a feel for where the face is pointing. If you're hitting balls on a range and you have nothing out there. Especially alignment sticks. I mean, come on. I mean, mean, come on. You're trying to adjust a two-part variable, and you're just blindly just tweaking these knobs, not knowing what you're fixing. And you may get it right at the end of the range session because you just hit enough balls to kind of get it rhythm. Where you aim 30 yards right and exactly. hit and you think you hit draws. I mean, exactly. I get that in lessons. Oh, yeah, I'm going to draw the ball. Well, uh, <laughs> I don't think so. You pull draw, but I don't think you really hit Well, it's the draw funny here. having the setup like you have. Like when you know those angles are, aren't changing, you, you've got that, yeah. that radar pointed at the same target every single day. And I have the bay kind of square with the swing callus square and tell them to hit towards the pole. And they're like, is this thing lined up at the yeah. pole? I'm like, yeah. So guys, yeah, to watch how guys like these numbers like, are what? only relative to that target line. <laughs> yeah. So to watch how people line up and, and move these numbers around just by changing where their feet are aiming. Like I said, I always hit draws. Yeah. I'm like, well, you're hitting the ball 50 yards <laughs> left of that pole. 
and it's starting left. Right. And the path is left. So you must be aiming right on the range. Are you using alignment sticks? No, not really. I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, if I walk out to the range at the golf academy, especially my juniors, my, they're out there hitting balls without alignment sticks down, at least to remove a variable. Yeah. Just remove that variable. Get lined up somewhere near the target and start hitting, and you can learn a lot about your swing, your face, and your swing direction club path, however you want to say it. It, it, you can learn a lot and then you can start removing more and more variables and work on the things that matter and then that's how you get better and again circle it back around it's nice to have the numbers of track man but if you don't you know you can do some of the stuff that we do with our online guys that don't have a track man and they get they get better it's not like you have to have it no you, you need feedback track yeah. man is is post impact feedback mm -hmm. right mouse traps are pre-impact feedback like so, use those things, and if you got both, great. You're, you're that's awesome. You have a leg up. You have an the, advantage. Yeah, but, the trackman reports if you're working on the right stuff, maybe. Right. Like, Tell, okay, yeah. did that? What I told him that that changed one of the numbers that I want to change. It's like a litmus test. Right. I like that. Exactly right. It keeps us honest. It keeps the, what the player's doing honest. Uh, it's a, it's just a phenomenal tool. All these technologies coming out now are just phenomenal tools to help you. They won't fix you. Right? No, they won't fix you. They can help you, but you've got to be able to practice with feedback. Cause when you're standing out there in the seventh hole and you've got to carry <laughs> this water and there's OB left, like, you know, it's Turn on you helping you. Yeah. <laughs> it's on you. <laughs> you can set that orange box down there, but <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you may not want to on that. Swing. It's not, it's not going to hit the shot. <laughs> so you need to ingrain these movements and you need that feedback. So, Absolutely use as much tech as you can, but also use the low tech stuff. Use the analog stuff because that's really use the phone. Use. I mean, the yeah. phone is changing everything. We're helping so many people online. It it really has been kind of enlightening. I always knew it would work, but you know, with everything that's happened in the world, we're doing a lot more online stuff with different programs. And man, we're getting so many good results. And people are, you know, utilizing their phone the way they're supposed to. We teach them how to draw their lines and where the camera angles go. And they can go go to work with some good feedback and they get better. It's like at every single time it helps them. It's the singest best piece of golf technology to come down the pike ever is in your pocket. iPhone number one. There's no doubt. Download a you know, free V1 or a coach's eye or something um, or a golf coach app. We really like, really like that one. And it's also um, the most misused piece of golf yeah. technology learn how yeah, to set we, it up correctly we got videos online showing you how to do that i mean how many swings do we get with the cameras at such an obtuse angle it's like i like mike says the only thing i can tell is the color of your shirt i mean i, I can't <laughs> i can't work with this yeah so learn how to set up your camera correctly you have the best technology in your pocket right now anything beyond that is just gravy it's so a bonus learn, learn how to set that up correctly and you will start to improve your golf swing absolutely all right Great talk there, Sean, about some tech. Uh, we'll do a lot of this coming because this tech, we got some new tech actually that we've just Ooh. bought. Yeah. And we're another one that we're about to buy that is mm -hmm. really going to make some changes to how you guys think about the golf swing, I believe. So stay tuned for that. Anything else we got to cover? Um, no, that's it. If you're enjoying these, go over to iTunes, please, and click subscribe. Click the five star. And if you have the time and um, you feel like it, please leave us a written review that helps more golfers find the podcast and we're trying to help as many of you as we can you know what even if you don't feel like it just go ahead and please do it, do it. just do come it anyway. on come on <laughs> hook, hook us up sean will send you a five dollar <laughs> bill <laughs> hey, yeah 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 
All right, we'll see you guys on the next one. <laughs>